The advice given on sex and other human activities is for entertainment purposes only. If you've got a question for us, send us an email at cavecomedyradio at gmail.com. But you know if you say so, you can buy all the makeup man can't make. <laughs> but if you can't look inside you, position to make me feel so damn unpretty. Welcome to Sex and Other Human Activities, ladies and gentlemen. It's summertime and we're feeling unpretty. Unpretty. Man, the thing is, though, is that that song has gotten me through hard times before. Yeah? Yeah, there was like a summer that I listened to that song every time I was feeling bad about myself. You know, why not? It's it's a you know, it's a girl thing. I was feeling it. It's not a girl thing. It's a people thing. It's a people Sometimes thing. Sometimes you're feeling like, you know what? Yeah, everybody everyone's telling me what I should be, how I should feel. And you know what? Sometimes you just got to be damn unpretty. <laughs> I agree with that 100%. Thank you. Well, speaking of hard times, I've been going through a bit of a patch myself. You have been in a patch. I've been in a patch. Icy patch. Yeah. <laughs> Icy patch. For reasons that I cannot and do not want to go into here, uh, yeah, I've been having a, a bit of a hard time over the last, like, say, month or so, uh, and particularly last week. Like, last week was... The hole. The, last week was like the bottom of the bottom. Uh, and totally unrelated to all this, I've been uh, seeing a new woman for oh, yeah. about two months now. Let's say girlfriend. I'm going to go ahead and we're You're putting... Saying, saying it? We're saying it. Saying it. Saying girlfriend. Putting her fully in girlfriend territory. Uh, and so I kind of got to the end of last week. I got to Sunday. And I am in the deepest hole that I've been in. I don't know how long. I mean, I'm on. I'm at the point where I'm taking the train home, uh, or I'm at the point where I'm taking the train and I'm writing in my notebook where he's in the last few months, last four months, really. Like it's been nothing but constructive type of stuff. It's like, okay, this is how I'm feeling. This is what's going on with me. And I'm straight up writing, I'm a piece of shit. I'm a fucking monster. What the fuck is wrong with me? I'm never going to be able to fucking get past this shit. I'm never going to fucking be able uh, to to feel human ever. Uh, And I kind of let it go. I kind of put it down for a second. And uh, I ended up going over to her place. Uh, And when I got to her place, like I decided... Long ago, I decided to treat this relationship differently. Uh, I wasn't going to hide anymore. I wasn't going to hide who I was. I wasn't going to hide my thoughts, pretty much, because a lot of times in the past, I've completely hidden my thoughts and said it's fine, Uh, or only given half of it uh, and said it's fine. And one of the reasons why that was is because when I gave all of it, when I took everything out and showed it to a woman... It wasn't necessarily that uh, she ever made me feel bad about it or made me feel weird about it. It was just that it kind of hung in the air because she never really knew what to say. Like, no woman I was with ever really knew what to say or how to handle it. You know, you'd get, you know, I'd get placated. I'd get platitudes. You know, it's like, well, have you ever tried this? Or have you ever thought about doing this? Or why don't you think positively? Yeah, or, or it's all going to be fine. It's all going to be it's fine. It's just going to be fine. It's all going to work out. You know, it's just it's just going to be great. Because uh, sometimes you don't want to hear that. Absolutely not. And so I go over to her place and I pretty much like, I don't like rip my fucking chest open and just let it all spill out on her. But that's like, good because that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, but I just calmly and just like, hey, listen, 
This is what's going on with me right now. This is this is how I'm feeling about everything. Uh, all of this, I've got a shit ton of anxiety. This is what I'm feeling anxiety about. Uh, and she just listened. You know, she just sat there and she listened. And she didn't try to make me feel better. She didn't try to fix me, which is another huge thing. I've had many a woman try to fix me, just like I've tried to fix many a woman. Uh, and all she did was make me feel human again. And that really clicked something in me. Like, that really set something free within me. And it made me realize um, a lot of fucking things. Because we get that question all the time. Uh, we always get that question from people asking, how do I talk to my partner when they're in a state? How do I talk to my friend when they're in a state? Uh, and I've never, honestly, never really been able to answer that question, not satisfactorily at least. Um, I've never had a, an answer that I've ever been um, completely and totally satisfied with on that. Uh, because I think I was looking at it from from my perspective, and, and you as well were also looking at it from the perspective of somebody with mental illness trying to tell somebody who does not have mental illness how to talk to somebody with mental illness uh, when we don't when we have different brains like our brains work differently from the brains that people who don't have mental illness have so sometimes it's hard for us to convey what's going on with that and I think I finally have that answer because someone gave it to me make them feel human that's all you have to do is just when some because when you're suffering from mental illness you feel inhuman you do not feel real you do not feel like a part of the world you feel like something else altogether especially when you're beating yourself up yeah. about how you are reacting to something and on the inside you're just like why am i being like this why mm -hmm. am i being like this because it's because it's the chemicals in your brain yeah because that's why you're being like this and as much as you want to say i just want to be normal i just want to not act this way you can't. You can't. It's never going to happen. You know, it's your, you're going to struggle with it every single day of your life. Uh, that's a reality that you have to accept. That everybody with mental illness, you have to accept that reality, uh, that it is something that you will struggle with every day for the rest of your life. Uh, and that is a tough pill to swallow, man. That's a real... And, it, and every once in a while, you have to remind yourself, on Sunday, uh, I fell into it again. I fell into that, why can't I be normal? Why can't I be like everybody else? Why do I have to deal with this shit? I'm going to have to deal with this for the rest of my life. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. I'm always going to feel like this. Um, but someone made me feel human. You know, she made me feel human. Uh, and that helped more than anything could have. And we were also discussing the concept uh, before the show of being able to lean on somebody. And I think that that's a really interesting part, point of something else that we have talked about before when, when you don't want to rely on someone. You know, your illness is not someone else's you know, problem to fix. You like how you are. You can't let the other person take the brunt in a relationship of of what you are inside of your brain. Yeah, and that's codependency, which right. is uh, something that people with mental illness fall into a lot, and it is something that you have to break the habit of. But it is interesting because I, I have had an issue lately as well, where I also fell into a bit of a tailspin and I realized what it meant to lean on somebody was that sometimes you just need a partner to usurp some of the pain Yeah, and I just I mean I was just held for like 10 minutes while I sobbed 
and it made me feel so much better, but not in a way. I mean, we had talked about the whole thing. We, we and I, di- I just kept saying, I don't know why I feel like this. I, I can't stop myself from feeling like this. I wish I could just switch the light back on, but mm-hmm. I can't. And he just held me, and there was something about that that I felt like he took some of it away by not trying to fix it, by not doing anything, by just being there when I needed that. He just looked at me and knew that that's what I needed. And sometimes you don't need words. Mm-mm. Sometimes you just need that. Someone to just take a little bit of the hurt off, to take it onto themselves. Not all of it. You don't want to be codependent. You don't, that's why, personally, I go a lot into my own brain and I shut off because I don't want to put it on him. But at the same time, when you shut off, you're also putting it on your significant other and all of your friends. Yeah, absolutely. Just because you think you're not, you are. Yeah. In fact, you're putting, on, putting it on them twice as much. Twice as much because you won't talk about it. Yeah. And the holding thing. Like, my God. That was... I'd never really had that before either and like and and my lady did the exact same thing it's like she knew the moments when she was just like come here and she just held me and i held her and there was no real words spoken you know and there didn't need to be because all i needed was somebody to bring me in yeah i felt like i was breathing in his power yeah 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 absolutely and you don't have to be like you don't have to be a a a significant other to do that you can be a friend you can be a family member like all of these things like it doesn't matter who it doesn't have to be someone you're in a romantic relationship with uh and you don't have to be in a romantic relationship to do this for somebody you can just hold them you can just take on a little bit of the burden and god damn that helps so much I'd never I, realized it before. This is all new to me. Right? This, it, all, I mean, all, this, like, this is all fucking new to me. It's fantastic. It's, but it's still, it's all very, very new to me. Yeah. Just taking it little by little. Yeah, little by little, man. I hugged a new coworker the other day. <laughs> she, weirdly enough, I don't know, it's in my face. We've talked about this before. She, brand new coworker, she opened up to me about all this stuff. And she's mm-hmm. like, I'm so sorry. I feel like I just haven't talked to anybody about this, and I feel like I don't know you, and I, I felt like I could just say this to you. And I hugged her, mm-hmm. and she was just like, I think that was the first time someone's hugged me in a really, really long time. Oh. And I just, like, of course, I burst into tears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you didn't even know me, and I'm crying. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just needed to hug you. <laughs> and, like, I'm not a hugger. You know that. But yeah. I could just sense it. She just felt so forlorn. Like, she, like, she was radiating. I just need a motherly hug right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And I had to give it. Yeah. It was like my uterus made me do it. <laughs> so I'm going to be my new catchphrase. My uterus made me do it. <laughs> oh, love that catchphrase. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, can someone make a bitmoji of Jackie saying, my uterus <laughs> made me do it? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and, and I know that I know there are a lot of people that are really uncomfortable with hugging. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people that are very uncomfortable with touch. Like I've got a couple of friends that like you cannot touch him. Like you just cannot touch these people. Uh, and if you're kind of on the fence about it, you don't really know how to do it. Hell, I had an ex- extremely close friend of mine for years. He was just like, I don't hug, I don't high five, nothing like that. But he slowly came out of his shell. You know, he slowly He started came. hugging me a few months ago. Yeah, right? I was shocked. <laughs> he hugged me and I was just like, are you, okay, are we, 
we're doing this. <laughs> okay. Should I pull away? No, no, no. I'm not pulling away. Okay, well, okay, we're hugged. We're hugged, yeah. Uh, we're hugging friends now. Yeah. Yeah, he's a hugger now. Yeah. And it's fucking great. That's great. Yeah. You know, it's a little, but also you don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to. And even I feel like what we were talking about, you know, some people do like the ideas of things of how you can change things. Some, it, everybody deals with things differently. Yeah. And I think in friendships and relationships and in your family, I think it's about figuring out how you need to be helped, mm -hmm. you know, and how other people can help you because then once you can communicate that, it makes everything so much easier, but it's, it's trial and error. Mm -hmm. Like you said, it's like, you know, how many past relationships and friends are just want to help, but we don't want to help. Right. I, I don't, I don't want, you know, don't tell me to start knitting, but some people, <laughs> you know, it's like, I have enough hobbies as it is. <laughs> <laughs> However, I mean, there's a lot of people that don't think about that, like that mm -hmm. that that are that are comforted by the fact that there are other things that they can do mm -hmm. to work on it. Yeah, not me though. I get mad. <laughs> <laughs> so. And you know what? That's what we always say. Everybody's different. everybody's different. Everybody's absolutely different. This thing works works for me and Jackie. Uh, this sort of stuff. Maybe it doesn't work for you. You've got to find your own thing. But some of you, hey, it might work out. Who knows? Try it out. Have a hug. See what happens. Have a hug, give a hug. Have a hug, <laughs> give a hug. I have been told before, and you know, Marcus, you too, we are very good hug givers. We're great hug givers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We have warmth. Mm, I do. I radiate heat. So do I. It's difficult to sleep next to me. <laughs> it's extremely difficult to sleep next to me. <laughs> and it's extremely difficult for me to sleep because I'm always sweating yet cold. Hot, hot no. and cold. No, I'm sweating yet I am cold. The other person is wet and hot. Ew. <laughs> Gross. Next. <laughs> next. Can we go next? All right, let's go to our letters uh, for today. What are we going to call this woman? Snossages. <laughs> Snossages. <laughs> the sausages for dogs. I love snos. I just like the word snossage. I love snossage. You know, I like it when I go into somebody's house and I see they have a big bag of snossages. Snossages. It's not Somebody as, loves their puppy. It's not as good as, what is it? Oh, begging strips. Oh, bacon, I'm bacon, as, bacon. Yeah, I'm yeah. not as fan of, of the name begging strips, but snossages, love. <laughs> says, hey, Jackie and Marcus, I'm such a fan of all your podcasts. You guys are hilarious and keep me sane in my boring office job. Thank you Hell very yeah. much. Yeah, dude, fucking office workers, listen up. <laughs> I don't know. I've never worked in an office before. Oh, it's not fun. I imagine. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. I need some advice, she says. I am 25 years old and currently on my fourth serious long-term relationship. With my exes, I noticed a pattern. I seem to get bored and or annoyed with my significant other once I hit the year and a half mark. That's usually when I call it quits or start cheating. With this boyfriend, I truly feel like it's finally a good match. We are super communicative and very open about emotional and sex stuff. Our year and a half mark is coming up this summer, and I'm starting to feel those same feelings creep up. I'm definitely not bored, and I'm still very much in love with my boyfriend, but I'm scared to death I'm going to start developing these feelings of disinterest. I've already noticed myself getting annoyed at things that used to not annoy me, and the same with his jokes not being as funny to me. So I guess my question is this. Is it all in my head that I've gotten bored in the past, or could there be something to it that I need to look into? Any advice you guys can give would be super helpful. Much love. Snussages. 
I honestly think that's just being in a relationship. Yeah, right? And I think that I think it is all in your head because I think that you're so worried about the year and a half mark. Mm. I think you're putting it you're putting so much significance on that that I, I know it's much easier said than done. You got to just wash it away. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, because yeah. then because then you force yourself into I mean it's all psychosomatic. Then you're like, "Oh no, I no, I I didn't laugh as hard at that. No, I don't like these but it's all good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I also used to pretend like I'd love to listen to Doug play the guitar for hours on end. <laughs> but now I can be like, can you plug in the headphones? Thank you. All right, I'm done. It's a beautiful song and I love it and yeah. I think that you're so talented, but I'm just not in the mood to listen to this right now. Yeah. But it's also, that's that communication that you're talking about. Exactly. That communication is fucking key. And I think the the... The second, I think the thing about you know worried about the year and a half mark coming up, uh, like I totally understand that. Oh, yeah. I've done that in the past with relationships many a time, uh, where you think what has happened before has to happen in the present, uh, but that's not true. Uh, and I think the other thing is is that you're only 25. You know, you said that you've been in four serious long-term relationships in, in uh, relationships of about a year and a half. So you've spent, what, six years in relationships? Back to back. Back to back. It's rough. Yeah, it's rough. And it also could be that you're just jumping from dude to dude. You know, if you're 25 and you've been in all these long-term serious relationships... I don't know, maybe spend some time just kind of figuring yourself out if this doesn't end up working out. But it sounds like you want to make it work. I think you want to make this one work. You're just worried that you're going to fuck it up for yourself. And I think that's what a lot of this really is, is that you just worry that you're going to fuck this up. Not necessarily that he's going to fuck it up, uh, but like Jackie said, like looking for shit. Like, oh, that man, that, that kind of annoys the piss out of me. Or, man, that... That was a real shitty joke. Like, that's just you looking for shit. If the core is there, if the main thing that makes you love him is there, all the rest of that shit doesn't matter. If he makes a shitty joke, make fun of him for it. If he annoys you, tell him to stop. Yeah, like, like that's how these that that's how these things work, you know. Like, and it, you don't need to do it in a shitty way either. No, of course not. You know, you can still have fun with it. And honestly, I feel like I don't know if you guys have. And I know this sounds really silly, but I've just been thinking about this a lot lately. Have you guys ever gone on a trip together? Mm. Maybe you need to see him in a different environment for you to kickstart yourself out of this. Huh. You know, it's like I feel like sometimes it's like we'll go on a road trip, and I'm just like, God damn! It's like I mean, Doug and I are so great at road trips together mm -hmm. because it's so spontaneous yeah. that we can just stop and do whatever and you find new things about each other that I feel like we're still finding out new things about each other. Every time we go on a trip together, I find something else about him that I'm just like, God, I didn't even realize that that's part of why I'm so into you. Yeah. I think just switching up the environment a bit. Yeah. You know, go climb a rock. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you had, you came and climbed a rock. It was fucking great. Well, that's exactly what I was thinking of is that trip when, I mean, we talked about it on here, but mm -hmm. I, you know, was going through a lot of rough issues. I, I, I was very scared of it, and he helped me through it. Yeah. And afterwards, it was just like, God damn, I am in fucking love with you, you <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Ooh, I love you. <laughs> but yeah, there are definitely times when I'm not in the mood. Yeah. You know, and I go into another room. Or I'm just like, <laughs> that or, because I can be a bitch and I, and he understands that, that I'll like just, I'll just be like, all right. And mm -hmm. I go in another room and then I'll come back. I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean <laughs> to say that. I, I, I appreciate what you're doing. I'm just not, 
I'm not in a good place right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's fine. That sort of shit is totally fine. Uh, and I think, you know, just take it just one day at a time. You know, don't start thinking ahead to the one year and a half mark. Like, oh, God, what am I going to do when the year and a half mark gets here? What's going to happen? Because I'd imagine you have a fucking countdown going on in your head right now. And you probably expect when the year and a half mark hits that you're going to have to make some sort of big decision. Like, there's a, it's a decision day. It's D-Day. Yeah. We have to fucking do it. And you don't. You absolutely don't have to do that. Just fucking relax. Maybe you should this. make up a new anniversary. Ooh. That would kind of be fun. Throw out your old one. Throw out when you guys first started dating. Start anew. Be like, this is, I want this like I did with Doug. Groundhog's Day. <laughs> I love Groundhog's Day. That's our anniversary because we broke up so many times. I don't fucking remember. Although I completely, <laughs> as a woman, completely remember the first time of everything. Totally remember, yeah. But I decided <laughs> that Groundhog's Day would be our new anniversary. Just fucking take it from scratch. I think it's a great idea. Maybe she could just keep moving the anniversary date. <laughs> Just keep moving, and you keep never reach, around. You never get you into never a year and a half. And you keep getting to go out on fancy dinners. You keep getting gifts. Just have five anniversaries a year. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we got time for on Sex and Other Human Activities. If you got a question for us or if you want to comment on anything we've said today, send us an email at cavecomedyradio at gmail.com. We'll talk to you all next week. Hell yeah. Bye. Bye. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com. <laughs>